Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Those who obey his commands live in him and he in them. That's the verse we were talking about yesterday from the first epistle of John. And uh, we're looking at the relationship between faith, love and obedience and realizing just how very practical it is, Colin. Absolutely. And we now come to another aspect of this whole business of how to live in relationship with God by believing and loving and therefore obeying. Chapter 4 begins with the words, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Now, I've been in ministry for, well, getting on for 46 years now, and I've knocked about a bit all over the world and seen what... uh, God is doing in so many ways, different ways in different places. But I've also seen many of the problems that cause Christians to struggle. And I would have to say that the one gift of the Spirit that is so sadly lacking in many places is the discerning of spirits. That many believers do not know how to test the spirits to see whether they are of God. There is such a spiritual pride in so many Christians that they think that whatever they, in quotes, hear is definitely from God the Holy Spirit and couldn't possibly be from any other spirit because it's totally unthinkable that they would ever be deceived. Well, let me tell you, anybody who thinks like that don't even listen to what they say because we are told to test everything and we are told to test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Now, how do you do that? Well, the first thing that you need to do is, of course, to test what you think you're hearing from God, to test whatever it said in prayer or even if it's said to you by others You test it against God's word. Now, is what I'm hearing the word of God or is it not? Because you see, Jesus says the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth who guides us into all the truth. He takes the things of Jesus. He takes the words of Jesus and declares them to us. So most often when you hear the Holy Spirit, he will be quoting scripture to you. It's not a question of having wonderful prophetic visions and pictures and all the rest of it. Most of the activity of the Holy Spirit in a true believer is the Holy Spirit reminding you of the Word and encouraging you to put the Word of God into operation. And over the years, I've heard so many crazy things spoken by Christians saying, this is what the Spirit told me to do, meaning this is what the Holy Spirit... And you know full well from your knowledge of Scripture, the Holy Spirit would never have told anybody to do such things. That uh, what they're really doing is listening. People are listening to themselves. They're listening to what they want to do and projecting it onto God. Or they're listening to deceiving spirits. 
There are also a lot of people around today who think and call themselves prophets and who are not. And these people stand up and say, um, you know, that they're prophesying in the name of the Lord. The Lord says to you, and this kind of stuff. Well, actually, we have to test whether it is the Lord that is speaking. And, I, you know, I've heard a lot of things like that over the year, which isn't the Lord. Sometimes it, it is just the person. They're, they're speaking from their soul rather than the spirit. They're encouraging rather than really being prophetic. And that doesn't do any harm usually. But on other occasions, you know, I've heard people say things that really are deception. They're not true. They're not uh, in line with the Word of God. And, of course, when that happens, you have to bring correction. It's dangerous. But because it's dangerous, yes, because if you allow something, even in a meeting, if you allow something that is not of God and is deception, it can uh, take the whole meeting off course. And I've had some interesting times over the years when, you know, I've been in a church where there is somebody who is always prophesying, you know, and I stand up and preach the word. And, uh, and I say, well, now, uh, I don't believe that word that we've just heard has come from God. And immediately you've got everybody's attention, you see, because nobody has dared to question this sister or this brother who is always bringing their prophecies. And actually, you know, um, you can tell if you have spiritual discernment, you say, that's not the Lord. That's not really what, what the Scripture is saying. That's not what God is saying in this context at all. So we need to um, really fine-tune our spiritual awareness. For the new Christian, and they're not quite sure whether they're hearing God or not, what advice would you give to them? Well, defer to those with experience, especially your leaders, because they are there to help you. They're there to help develop the, the gifts of the Spirit in your life. They're there to protect you from making mistakes. But sometimes you have bad leaders. Sometimes you have bad leaders, in which case, are you in the right church? Because God certainly doesn't want to put new Christians under bad leaders who can't make disciples of them because the Word of God says we're to make disciples. And a bad leader can't make good disciples because a bad leader isn't a good disciple himself. But if you are a new Christian and you are unsettled about what you're hearing, is that a good sign? Well, uh, it all depends. I, it, it's impossible to answer a question like that because it does so much depend upon the circumstances. And you can't just sort of generalize and legislate. Um, every every situation is unique and different. Uh, the the but we must even, we must always honour those who who are in leadership. But um, I mean, it is important, isn't it, to be under true spiritual leadership and not just um, any authoritarianism or anybody who's just in the position because nobody else could fill the position. And, I mean, that has happened in – some pe people have told me, well, I'm a pastor because nobody else would pastor the church. Well, that's not exactly the call of God, is it? And, uh, you know, the anointing goes with the call. So it's very important that we, we do learn to test the spirits. And if you are uncertain, then obviously defer to somebody with more experience especially if what you're hearing is a directional word for your life. 
you should never ever place your life under directional words spoken by somebody else. Uh, now, other other words that from from other people can confirm what you're hearing, and if they're giving direction for your life, then instead of just instantly moving uh, to do what they're saying, you can know that God will speak to you or he will confirm that word through two or three others. Independently. Yes, independently. People who'd know nothing about what the others have said. And, and I'm talking now about major, making major decisions which are going to affect the course and direction of your life, like to move from one place to another or whatever. Uh, or to get into some kind of ministry. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've come across so many people that have a totally unrealistic idea of how God is going to use them because somebody, often a friend, someone who loved them, spoke a totally unrealistic word over their lives. It's so hard. Which was received as a prophecy but actually wasn't from God. And... I mean, it is very sad if people are living under a false word for so long. I mean, that is false prophecy, even though the person may not have intended it. So this whole area of prophecy is a minefield, isn't it? Uh, we have in Kingdom Faith, we have a very strict protocol, what we call a prophetic protocol in, in the church, operating in the church. So nobody is allowed to give to another person a directional prophecy without checking it out with one of the leaders. And we're very, very strict about that because we don't want anybody in the church to be led astray because they're living under a false prophecy, well-meant, but nevertheless not from God. So we have the witness of the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and the leaders will, will bear witness when something is of God, but they will feel very uncomfortable when something isn't of God. Now, we've spent quite a long time about that, but you see, if we're to obey God, we do have to ensure that it is God that we're listening to. And every time we read God's word, we know that we are listening to the voice of God. So, you know, when it comes to the kind of things we've been talking about, believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, love one another as he has loved us. I mean, these are commands that God is giving us in his word. So we can be absolutely sure God wants me to love. He wants me to obey. He wants me to believe. Um, he wants me to give. He wants me to bless, you know. And, uh, and we need the leading of the Holy Spirit to show us how to do those things, how to put them in, into practice. And it's very important, therefore, that we are, do not become our own oracles. Um, that's, that's the great danger. Somebody um, talked to me the other day about this phrase, charismatic witchcraft, where people are actually just making up things that, or saying things that have never been properly submitted. What is witchcraft? It's rebellion against the authority of God, against the word. And so if people, even within the context of so-called prophecy, are saying things that are not according to God's word, that are in contradiction to the word of God, that's very, very dangerous. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 